What's up and welcome back to Miles Apart. How are you doing, Matthew? I'm doing well. How are you? Very good. It's been a while. I know. I was going to say it's been a minute since we've done this podcast. It ran away from us. <laughs> yeah, sorry, dear listeners. Um, ever since Matthew has been here, um, I've been very busy for my part. So I'll take the blame for this one. I'll let you have it. Even though, I mean, half of it is mine as well, but there's a lot going on. True. So tell us, what have you been up to? Um, My memory is really bad, but... You should last stop m- taking drugs. <laughs> Probably. Um, this past weekend, I ran a marathon, which is fun. Um... I love how you say, which is fun. (laughs) (laughs) So before the race, obviously you're supposed to train and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And I did none of that at all. (laughs) Like, I I think I probably ran 50 kilometers within the four months. Wow. That's uh, (laughs) 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 not good. Yeah. And it didn't help that Candace was sick before, so I kind of got her sickness. So then I didn't want to run because I was sick. Mm-hmm. Right before, like literally the week of the race. So mm-hmm. then I just didn't run that week either. Um, but I had fun. I think I injured my foot, but uh, besides that, it's great. How did you injure your foot? <laughs> well, I didn't run forever, and then I just run. A marathon. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah. 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 But funny, you funny you would say because um, I am running on the tw- October twenty ninth. I'm running. Um, so this race is called the longest marathon in the world, and it's basically they started this in two thousand fourteen with the annexation of Crimea. So it's a Ukrainian based thing. I will say. Mm-hmm. And um, it's at first it was just like you run and you donate some money. And I guess it, now with the war, it has like developed to either you run like a two kilometer, at least run in uh, Kiev, which is I'm assuming sort of an official like event there. Or mm-hmm. you can sign up literally anywhere you are and you choose the distance you want to run. You donate some money and then they send you some postcards from Ukraine. Naturally, it's a bit of propaganda. So it's like military stuff. (laughs) (laughs) And then they send you a medal um, made out of um, shells, which is kind of cool from like a Ukrainian artist. Mm -hmm. And I was stupid enough to sign up for 50 kilometers. (laughs) Have I ever run this far? No. (laughs) Am I going to train before that? Probably not. <laughs> have Have you ever ran half of that? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be... Um, I don't really know how this is going to turn out, but I'm, I'm assuming I will not be able to walk the next day. You'll semi-feel my pain of what I've done. Mm. So, it's horrible. Except... You're doing 50K, I did 160K. Okay, okay. Well, (laughs) (laughs) 
I told I had told my dad about this, and he was like, "Don't you want to run a marathon first? And I was like, "No, I really just want to do an ultra." <laughs> <laughs> what does he think about it? So he thinks it's kind of cool, but he also thinks that it's kind of delusional to not run a marathon before and then just straight up run an ultra marathon and not really train. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the smartest thing. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> just hopefully yeah. you don't get injured or something. I mean, so the beauty about it is that it's not like an official event. Like, there's no one there. I'm doing it by myself here in Zurich. And I asked some people. I was like, hey, anyone interested in doing this delusional thing with me? And uh, no one really wanted to. Although, (laughs) I have two friends of mine. One of them is Anastasia, my Ukrainian co-worker, who's going to run a couple of kilometers. um, Mm -hmm. Just because she's Ukrainian. And she gave me the idea. Another and another, ugh, sorry, English. And another friend of mine, uh, Ryan, is running as well. I have no, no idea. No way. How far. Yes, he actually started training. Like one kilometer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could legit just run one kilometer. Yeah. But I have no idea how far. I know that he's not going to do fifty. Um, I told my roommate. I was like, "Hey, you just want a bike next to me?" Because. I'll need someone with food. He was like, hell no. <laughs> I think it would be cool to have someone bike with you. Yeah, so I've asked a, p- a couple of people. Um, I mean, I basically just need someone who's capable of biking 50 kilometers in a steady pace. I'm not going to go fast because, like I said, I've never done this in my life before. So I'm not trying to do any record-breaking times. Yeah. Which I think is the hardest part, and I've been actually training for that to run super slow mm-hmm. and to because usually I'm incapable of doing such thing. Um, so I needed to learn how to go slower and accept that this has to be it. Yeah, I mean you got to keep your heart rate low. Yeah. So I think also. I mean, it would be great to have somebody biking the entire time, but you could also just do it like half. Like the second half is more important Mm -hmm. than the first. So you could technically run the first half by yourself and then your coworker runs another 5K with you after that and then someone bikes with you the rest or something like that, you know? True, true. Yeah, it might be an idea to organize it that way, but so far I've asked two people to bike the entire distance with me. Um, now I just have to figure out which person um, it will be because of schedule. Mm. Yeah. You're so popular. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I literally have to beg people. I'm like, hey, please, pretty please, <laughs> do you want to do this on a Sunday? <laughs> you're you're going to be running like the longest distance ever that you've ever done and people are just going to be like sitting there like enjoying a beer <laughs> and just looking at you like what is this dude doing yeah my roommate already told me he's going to laugh at me when i come home and i was like why and he's like you're going to look like shit and you're going to be totally dead so you should make your own metal or you know well, you get I already, one i already have one. it so technically oh, speaking, really? i don't really have to run anymore mm. <laughs> What does it look like? Um, I'll send you a picture afterwards. Okay. It's uh, it's kind of nice. It has a Ukrainian colors, uh, of course. 
Um, I mean, I kind of liked the idea. I was just like, hey, this is kind of the best idea and like the best way to do it. You don't pay that much. I mean, you decide how much you want to pay. And mm -hmm. I know myself. So this is the best way of doing such like long distance for a first time because there's no one there to challenge me. That's fair. That's fair. Because if I would go to an official event, I know I would try to keep up with the fastest people. And that would be very stupid. No, it's you got to run your race. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You have to go at your speed, even though. So like when I was running my marathon this past weekend, clearly I knew I wasn't going to run as fast as I probably could if I was training. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I signed up, I had said I was going to run it in like 255, mm -hmm. two hours and 55 minutes, which is really fast. Yeah, I was about to say. Because I was going to try to train to run like a sub three hour marathon. And so they put me in group B, which the groups go all the way to like, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. L or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. And so I had to go in crowd B and I was going way slower than everyone else. So there's <laughs> just like the entire like crowd of runners are just like passing me the entire time. I'm just like enjoying myself like. Because I didn't want to get wrapped into it. Because my friends ran it as well. Three, mm -hmm. you know, Jake, Elliot, and Johnny, they ran it. And they said when they started, like, they couldn't help but go so, like, faster than they were supposed to. Because the energy and everyone's just running mm -hmm. fast. I mean, that's but. what happened to me um, when I did the half marathon. <clears throat> I signed up for... I mean, I did it there. I, I knew I would run faster than usually but like you get so sucked into the energy of everyone so like you're just gonna book it straight away yeah and you have to fight for your spot <laughs> yeah i mean this marathon is the second largest uh world marathon so there's fifty thousand people it's insane the one thing i'm kind of not sure about is so everyone listening to we're talking about the chicago marathon and <clears throat> what, what's this guy's name who beat kept him well kept him he yeah. beat his world record by like a couple of minutes right no it was like one minute okay or maybe so like a little bit over a minute so it was that but this swiss newspaper wrote an article about it and was like it's kind of interesting because he's no one knew, really knew him before. Because he's, he's only ran so many marathons. So yeah, he ran like three. What, I know. But the one thing that they were surprised is that usually the world records get like broken in Berlin because that one is considered to be a bit yeah. easier and more flat. Which is crazy. So, one, one, Chicago's hillier and windier. Yeah. yeah. Two, he's 23 years old. Yeah. Uh, Kipchoge ran his like 201, 30, whatever uh, marathon in Berlin, and he was 37 years old. It's insane. So if the peak age for marathons is like 35 to 37 or whatever, this dude is going to definitely break two hours, considering he was only 35 seconds away. Mm-hmm. Well, they so this newspaper was actually questioning whether he was using any doping or not. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that, like, a serious topic? How do you mean? Like, do you think that that's, that would be, might be true? I honestly don't know. I'm not, I, like... All I know is that usually the world record gets like beaten in Berlin and it's kind of like it's kind of interesting that this guy out of the blue beats Kipchoge's record in Chicago. I hope that it's not like that he didn't cheat, but you just don't know. And you have to sometimes assume that with someone going that fast. I will say there's two things. One, every single marathon he's ran is he's won and his fastest time was like like just slower than Kipchoge's and then Mm -hmm. two um the weather was like perfect for the race it was I don't know what it is in Celsius but it was like starting the race it was 44 degrees out which is cold Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you want it to be cold there Mm -hmm. was it was overcast, so it was cloudy, and there was no sun, and then it wasn't windy. That's nice. So it was perfect. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I hope he he didn't have to cheat. I'm assuming not, but you just don't yeah. know. Um, what was your time? Did you break any records that day? <laughs> no, I was actually. I think I was like an hour. No, no, I wasn't an hour. Maybe like 45 minutes away from being the one millionth runner of the race. So they had, like before the race, they announced that this year's race, the one millionth participant was going to cross the finish line. Oh, wow. Yes. That's insane. So So they were like... Um, this guy that I watch actually on YouTube, he lives in Chicago and he tried to predict what time he had to run to be the one millionth runner. Mm -hmm. He like, he went into like the data of like every single year's race and found out like the average time for this specific spot because he found out that you needed like 27,000 something runners to get to a million or whatever. Okay. And he was only like two minutes away from being the millionth runner. Oh my! But do you, would you like? Did the millionth runner like get anything specific, or is it just like you are that? Um, they posted it on their Instagram. It was just random chick, but I don't know if she got anything. Gotcha. <clears throat> but it's interesting. So you still haven't shared our um, your time? Is it bad? Oh no, my bat my my time was three forty six. I mean that's still fast. Yeah, I mean it's real it's way better than I thought it was gonna be. I literally did not yeah. train. I just woke up and ran a marathon and I, now I know like that's pretty much my benchmark. Which is not that much slower than the so my first race I ever ran was um in Michigan, and I ran a three thirty three. Yeah, and I tr- I trained for that for like three months. Oh wow! Yeah, that's much. I mean, that's that's insane that you without any training, at getting down from a sickness, 
and just running it and you would like be that close yeah so i think if i actually trained again i could get it like way faster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but my my friends or elliot's like oh like let's be the the crew that does all these races and stuff and then he's like sending all these races and now he wants to do some like half triathlon iron man thing in washington and i'm like dude that's gonna be nuts i can barely swim let alone <laughs> swimming like a 5k yeah i mean i watched this documentary about um it was like this very specific triathlon and it's in norway and it's supposed to be a bit like more difficult because you have to swim through like a one of those fjords like those lakes in between the mountains but you start at like 4 a.m something like that so it's super fucking cold Mm -hmm. and then you i mean bike around the hills and mountains there and then you have to run up the marathon goes up to a peak of a mountain (laughs) which is just like naturally not gonna be any record-breaking run but still it's just like what (laughs) why would you do that people i don't know why but people enjoy to like administer pain to themselves if they actually do it to themselves you know yeah i mean has nothing to do with running but for some reason i don't know what i did but like two weeks ago i pulled my shoulder i did something and i went to my physiotherapist and he started like moving it around and he was like yeah it should be fine now just you know just be a bit careful but it's been bothering me it's like i'm in pain and it's annoying and you know some people would be like all right i'm just not going to train till the pain goes away i can't do that (laughs) so you just train the other side no i still train but i have like i can't do everything again so i can't do like Mm like push-ups and whatnot i have to like be very careful with the exercises i choose to do which is kind of annoying because half of the stuff i can't do (laughs) Hmm. no one-arm push-ups anymore no 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 no. i think i would just flat like fall on my face flat if i would try to because it's my left shoulder so if i would try to do a one-arm push-up with my left side mm -mm, hell no Mm. just do a lot of legs and core yeah i'm still working out my arms so (laughs) so we'll both we'll both be pretty not pretty but like semi injured during our trip yeah that's amazing perfect (laughs) so yeah for all the listeners uh matthew and i are I'm leaving, so this probably comes out on Thursday morning. So we, I'm leaving on Friday morning, and Matthew is joining me on Monday in Costa Rica. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, we're gonna be. Um, what's a good name? <coughs> the Gringos. <laughs> I'm the fake Gringo. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm I'm gonna go into the forest and find the biggest spider possible. And you're going to be sleeping, and I'm going to put it on you. <laughs> so here's this, here's my stupidity once again. Um, I sent you this video of this guy who's been like to Costa Rica like so many times before. And then he talks about bugs, and he shows spiders, and I'm like, oh, no. So I started looking it up, 
And apparently it has over 2,000 different species of spiders in that country. And some of them are like small spiders that I would encounter here in Switzerland, which I already hate. And some of them are like those big nasty motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) There are... Do they have the ones that, like, are so big that they eat birds? Man, don't tell me this stuff. (laughs) I'm not going to sleep. I swear I saw, like, there were, like, spiders that could eat birds. (sighs) (laughs) That's not good. This is not good. Well, I mean, on top of the 2,000 species of spiders, there's... I like 750,000 different species of insects. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's I think it said like it only so the country itself the size of it is only like 0.3% of the world's size yeah. but it has like 10% of the species of insects. Yeah, it's insane like the biodiversity of Costa Rica is like nuts. I had no idea till I watched that video after we booked the um, flight tickets. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> but I would feel bad if I like accidentally stepped on some like rare ants that only lived there or something. I guess it's part of the experience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to buy one of those. Um, Bowie knives, those big knives, so I can just like chop the trees down while we were going through the forest. Yeah, I'm just gonna buy a big net and then wrap myself into the net, <laughs> like that. I look like a walking tent, so no spider can attack me while we're walking. Or you can get the beekeeper suit. Oh, now, now, now we're talking. Now we're talking. I think you're going to step one foot into the forest and be like, nope. And then you're going to spend the rest of the time on the beach. No. No, I think, I, I mean, I really want to see the forest and all that. Will I be scared? 100%. Will I hate my life when I see big spiders? 100%. Will I scream like a small girl? Yeah, <laughs> totally. You'll be in charge to kill those motherfuckers. And I'll just run away and be like, Matthew. <laughs> I'm honestly not scared about the insects at all. The thing I'm scared about is, like, considering that there's so many different animals, there's probably, like, jaguars and stuff that will just maul you. Man, I really cannot wait to go hiking in the forest. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so great. <laughs> like, we're – because it's – they're like all they're all night like natural nat or national parks or whatever so mm-hmm. they can't like dictate whether anything goes anywhere like whatnot so uh-uh. well um yeah dear listeners we're going to try to record in costa rica and if not you'll get an update maybe when we are back so be ready for me um telling you how much i hated it because of those fucking animals <laughs> we come back and like we both have like one less arm <laughs> <laughs> we got we got like mauled by a like a lion or something oh god 
Please not. Well, someone told me it was like, so you're gonna spend two days in um, in San Jose, and I was like, yeah, I mean the capital. And so some people were like, is that a dangerous city? And I'm like, compared to other cities in like Latin or South America, I don't think so. And they were like, maybe just get like, make sure you're not gonna get killed by any narcos or something like that. And I'm like, I don't think that might be an issue, but I will definitely keep an eye. Did you look it up? No. <laughs> it's just like you i remember meeting you and you're telling me like oh yeah i went to california and i asked some guy to just take me to compton and i took some photos and when i moved to chicago i just rode my bike to the south side no i took the red line much better oh, the red line <laughs> yeah now you're seeing it in action <laughs> For reference, we booked our hotels and a rental car last night. <laughs> so, <laughs> two or three days before we fly there. I'm surprised we even got it that like soon. Yeah, at some point I was like, am I just going to book it at the airport in Switzerland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm super excited. I've never been to South or Latin America, so this is a, this is a new one for me. Have you ever had a plantain? The what? A plantain. Is that a fruit or a vegetable? So, no. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's like... Maybe I you, know it, but in French or in German, that could be it. If you took a banana and took a potato and had a baby, that's what yes. it would be. Yes. It, look, look, it looks like a banana, but it's like hard and it's yeah. starchy like a potato so i was fooled um we have this uh, peruvian restaurant in my neighborhood and i've been there a couple of times the first time i went with my buddy ryan and he ordered those but like in a chip version like chips yeah and i was like what is that and he's like it's kind of like bananas so i was like yeah banana chips hell yeah <laughs> so I start eating them and as soon as I start tasting them I was like mm, I don't know what they do in Peru but this is not the bananas <laughs> I know <laughs> he was like yeah. well, plantains is that the yeah. name mm -hmm. so yeah I was very confused about that Candace loves plantains my girlfriend we make them I probably eat them once a week at least do they have that in Costa Rica yeah, that's one of their main oh. sources of <laughs> carbs. <laughs> that's why I said it. I'm actually okay, really well. interested in the having it there because that's how they, that's where it comes from. So, I have no idea about Costa Rican food. So, um, or coffee. Oh, actually, They're... ha ha. Say it again. Huh? Ha ha ha. Why is that? Wait, really? Is Costa Rican cop? <laughs> You're not funny. <laughs> no, actually, really, I knew about the coffee, and I'm very excited about that. I did not. <laughs> At all. I um, I think I might even, I will definitely bring back coffee to Switzerland if I get the chance to do so, and if it's any mm -hmm. good. I mean, how could it be bad? 
Um, I don't know if there's a massive spider floating in my coffee, then it's definitely horrible. We should just get some and make our own every morning and sit by the beach. No, coffee. (laughs) Yes. 100%. I'm sure they they don't have like creamer and sugar for their coffee. Or do you, is that, do they still do that stuff over there? They, I don't know if they still do it. (laughs) Maybe they did it last year and this year they were like, no, (laughs) not anymore. Not in October. Only in September, man. <laughs> I also just found out that um, Costa Rica is by far the the season where it rains the most, which is amazing that we're going in mid-October. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. Hey, splish splash, right? <laughs> we'll be the splash bros. Oh, oh. Although I hate the real splash bros. I can't. I don't know. Why? I hate Steph Curry and the other guy. Because they're so good. Yes, and they piss me off because they all the all they do is those three point shootings. It's so annoying. It's always like this flash bros are back and you're like, Bro, stop. <laughs> Imagine if he they breaks make a four his ankles point. and Oh. He would he would still make all those four points and it pisses me off. I don't like him. I think that he's insane, but I think he low-key ruins how basketball is seen, like, especially to the younger generation. You mm-hmm. see all these kids nowadays just, like, chucking up three-pointers and, like, why don't you work up on a, on your layups and your screens and making plays and stuff? But Yeah, that's why I prefer um, the Serbian guy, Luka Doncic. Yes, great guy. Although Serbia is not great. Um, should we touch about that one? <laughs> What's uh, wrong with top? Serbia? Soccer? Serbia is... Uh, no, Serbia politically. Oh, I don't know anything about Serbia, so... They're very close to um, Russia. Oh, okay. And the entire Makes Eastern sense. Bloc isn't, like, too much of a fan of each other. And I don't know if you heard about that, but there was, like, this kind of a war thingy going on there in the 90s. And that was kind of brutal, and no one really owned up to it. So, mm. that's that. Maybe I have to learn more about that. Yeah, that could be a task for you. Or I'll tell you all about it when we're in Costa Rica and I'm running away from all the spiders. <laughs> I actually listen, or I'm listening to a podcast about World War II, the Germans versus the Russians. Oof. That's some crazy stuff. <laughs> it's that horrible. is some nuts stuff. Just like, yeah. Wow. So, kind of a interesting side twist story information whatever you want to call it my grandpa who's german was fighting in russia really yeah so he told me about it and um he never really spoke about it in a very positive way let's let's say it that way did he talk about the winter he so he, what I under my understanding is that he was there at the beginning and then some of his units were taken or like they were sent to Finland and they still had to fight the Red Army up there. Mm-hmm. But he was in Russia and um, some of the worst things that he's ever seen 
happened there. So that's all I really know. Yeah, there's like, and we don't have to get into details, but that stuff is crazy. Mm. Mm. I mean, war in general is it's not a nice thing to do, to have, to see, to. <clears throat> Speaking of war. Israel the, and uh, Hamas. Yeah. What, yeah, what do you think? A, it's it's such a difficult topic because compared to like a Ukrainian war, which is kind of easier to handle, just like in terms of like who do you want to associate with and what can you say and what you don't want to say. And naturally the attack from Hamas was absolutely hor- horrific and like as the um, listeners might know i work in media and newspapers and so i saw all those videos from uh, that music festival i don't know if you heard about that yeah i saw there's like a music festival and everyone's like fleeing while they're just literally shooting people down or something yeah so i saw those videos and i mean no armed conflict is nice and i think the way they did it is absolutely horrible and it's kind of an act of a like terroristic attack Mm-hmm. Um, but what it makes, what makes it so difficult is like the conflict between Gaza and Palestine and the West Bank and like Israel and the Muslim world has been going on for 70 years. And I feel like, how do you say there's bad behavior on all sides? Yeah. It's hard to pick a side. I feel like because it's so like side to side and i don't think that there's a right answer like if so like no not one side is going to be like all right well we'll let peace happen and you can stay you know yeah and i think the the difficult thing is like for me it's if i look at the populations of both like parties involved so like the people from palestine and the people from israel i feel bad for both sides because they're caught up in this conflict that the people in power have chosen to have mm-hmm. quote unquote to make it super like to like say it in the easiest way possible but i think what is even more difficult is that a lot of western countries don't really want to say anything against israel because if you do so you're being seen as anti-semitic which i understand and if you align yourself with I don't know, and you would say, oh, the poor people of Palestine, everyone was like, oh, you're pro-Muslims, they're terrorists, so like, I don't know, it's so difficult, I don't, I can't, and I won't, and I don't want to choose any sides, it's just, I hope that this gets resolved as fast as possible, because I don't, I generally don't like conflict like that, and so I don't want people to die for nothing. I think the likelihood of it ending quickly is very slim yeah zero considering i mean i feel like hamas knew what they were going to get themselves into oh yeah like you know i mean i was watching a video and it was talking about how um like the palestinians they they see like way more deaths in comparison so Mm then so hamas like doing this now is just basically saying like we're willing to risk our life to like Mm -hmm. basically destroy 
everybody. And this is what like is so much more difficult than like Ukraine and Russia because Ukraine they had they have money, they have an army. Yes, they need financial and like backup from western countries or like NATO and they need like weaponry and whatnot. But it's still s two states with equal-ish power. Like, mm -hmm. yes, Russia is still bigger and whatnot. But, like, Palestine against Israel, like, Israel is one of the most sophisticated armies in the world, and Palestine has, like, nothing. Yeah. Which makes it so difficult at first, because, like... And then, like, yes, they fired... I mean, Israel said one around 1,500, 2,000 uh, missiles. Hamas said 4,000. But Israel has the Iron Dome, so... That makes it also very difficult. Yes, sending missiles is great, but not really helping. Yeah, I feel like <clears throat> how many missiles can the Iron Dome withstand at once, you know? Like, nobody knows the exact number, right? Um, I mean, no. It's said that it can, like, um, bring down 90% of all the missiles fired towards Israel. We know that on the first day, a lot of missiles actually reached Tel Aviv and Jerusalem and, like, other cities. But, like, if you look at videos, like, the Iron Dome did also, like, intercept a lot of the missiles. But, like, yeah, I think it's horrible what has, ha what has happened. I think it's crazy to see how, like, everyone was sure that no one could, like, run over, quote-unquote, Israel or like attack them like they did I think that's what's shocking and like the brutality and whatnot so well it's amazing how they have such a like wide and like advanced um, spy network but then they had no idea that this is gonna happen well I heard that the Egyptian um, Secret Service did actually tell like informed the israeli government or israeli secret service that this might happen but for some reason and i mean no like the army wasn't prepared so it's insane people talk about it they like i've heard of quotes saying that it's like 9 11 of israel yeah um i mean i don't know it's i was just so this is i don't want to say funny but my way of interacting with this war was that on Saturday I woke up hungover and I didn't check my phone that day. Like I didn't really read the news or whatnot. And I worked early shift on Sunday. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> what is it? I was at a dinner party on Saturday night drinking and not, whatnot. And someone was like, so you're going to work tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, are you ready for tomorrow? And I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> I had no idea. For some reason, oh, wow. I totally missed out on that. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, didn't you see? The, like Israel and like um, Hamas are fighting. And I'm like, oh, no. And so I walked in and everyone was like, which video do you, we have? Like, what can you do? Like, what is new? And I'm just sitting there and I was hungover and I was tired. And I'm just like, uh, <laughs> no idea because I don't know what happened. So it was kind of too much that morning. Poor you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got an email from my boss saying that if I don't want to watch certain videos because the brutality was pretty intense, 
I could just tell others and I was just sitting there and I was like, how's that going to happen? Like how, how am I going to tell my coworkers we're not doing that video? Because I think by just looking at like the thumbnail or like the first image of the video, that's going to be too much. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to go through everything to figure out what's good and what's bad for the public to see. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that's, um, that's that. <laughs> And that is our coverage of <laughs> Hamas versus Israel. Well, also, I just think it's like, it's difficult because like, first of all, I don't know when people are listening to this. So we're not really giving any like news update worthy stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, someone could listen to this and have no idea what we're talking about. So that I guess that could be news. But the odds of that happening, one, someone has to listen to it and get 40 minutes in. And two, they have to not watch the news at all. Yeah. And you have to, like, ignore social media. You have to ignore TV. Eh, I think it's very difficult to not know what's happening right now. Yeah. But yeah, I just think this one is so complicated and, like, twisted that... A driver keep him like have professional news podcast talk about it than us just mumbling about it <laughs> yeah i mean it's not like i'm gonna add any um insight <laughs> you don't <laughs> i'm just i'm just some dude that literally watched probably like three videos yesterday about it and that <laughs> was about it yeah <laughs> um yeah <laughs> But it's crazy. So I um, actually, so I could quit my job. I have uh, one and a half months, or as my dad calculated um, for me, six weeks left of work in this media company. And um, when I quit, the like when I told my boss, I was like, "Yeah, I'm quitting." Um, I was like, "I'm so done. I can't do it anymore." But in moments like this, when you're sitting on Monday morning or Sunday morning, and this like happens. It's horrible to say, but it's I love those moments. It's so interesting to sit in a newsroom and like write about it and like be the ones informing the world about a conflict. Mm -hmm. Like you get the inside scoop and you get to like write the exact words that people are going to read, you know? Well, it's that I and mean, we have to make sure we have to like verify the information that we find we have to decide what can we show what can we not show um like all of this so it's super interesting and it's like it makes it easier because i don't have to look for any topics because it's kind of given what you're going to write about mm -hmm. but yeah it's um i mean it was the same case with uh, the ukrainian war at first yeah it's probably going to be like that, where it just, like, lasts a while. I don't know that it will last that long. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you know more than me, so. I mean, it's just because, like, Russia has so, like, so much weaponry that they can just use, and they have so many people, and Ukraine just gets so much stuff from the West, and I don't know how much reserve in troops and like arms Hamas has and I don't know is yet to be seen what the Muslim world like how they react to this yeah 
So we'll see. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah. Um, but I am on a job hunt right now. That's really annoying. <laughs> I hate it. Maybe you should get a job in Costa Rica. As a spider hater. <laughs> <laughs> you, you walk up to every spider and be like, I hate you. No, I'll look, I'll be like 500 meters away and then get like a megaphone and be like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you are ugly with your eight legs. <laughs> um, Have you ever yeah. th thought about looking at like an agency where that do, does like marketing and stuff for brands, like events and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah I have. My sister did that. She liked that? She quit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so she didn't. <laughs> After like a year. Mm. See, the thing is, I would like to have a job where I could stay at least two years. Because like, yeah. it just looks better on your resume if you don't change every year. I've never done that so far. But I would like to have a job where I can stay like two to three years again or more. You should be the European like whatever for Ohio State football. Oh, age. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is not, people barely watch the NFL here. Didn't they Be didn't didn't some game go on in Europe though? Yeah, I mean there's the NFL Europe games, but it's still not as big as like football. Okay, our well, football. Well, yeah, nothing is going to get big as that. No, and so People barely know about the, I don't know, Miami Dolphins or New York Jets. So yeah. if I walk around, I'm like, Ohio State is the shit. People are going to be like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> It's not a thing you here. You can just go back to school for the millionth time. If I get paid, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You could you could be uh do some research. On what? For some for some re university for uh gender fluidity. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That is a topic I will not touch upon. <laughs> so dangerous. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I um I think it's beautiful that people can be the way they are and that should be that case but um I will not be studying that topic. What's your um how how do you feel about the job hunt process right now? Cuz are you in th you're in the thick of it right now? Yeah, I'm in the thick of it. I hate it. Um it's just like first you have to like make your perfect CV. It's just annoying because then you send it to a couple of people and I'm like, Hey, what's your thoughts on it? And everyone is like, this is great. And then this one, this thing is shit. And then you're like, okay, so basically some people like certain parts and some people hate the parts that certain people liked. So, so confusing. So once you figure that out, then you have to write like a letter of motivation and then People, some people are like, just write one generic one, just send it to everyone. And I'm like, no, I don't really want to do that. But then every time you find a new job, you can't just like change the names. 
So then you have to like read what the company does, and it's so annoying. And it's yeah. Of course, then like these HRs, like you'll I don't know you'll send your application. And they won't answer you tomorrow. They'll send you like a generic email being like, "Thank you for um, applying. We are so grateful, and we'll be back. Like we'll let you know as soon as we have decided." And you're just sitting there, and you're like, "Great." <laughs> I think so, yeah. one thing is like helpful if you know somebody within the company and then they can like give you a recommendation or something yeah i mean and what i've heard from other people is that a lot of companies just look for i don't know this i forgot the expression but my parents told me this is that everyone wants they put it that way it's like they want a sheep that is able to Give Follow. you milk. Huh? Oh, that's not... <laughs> Keep going. It's <laughs> like able to give you milk, as able to like, you know, like do anything like that, like combined with one animal that can do like stuff that five different animals can do. So they want that you one need, person. You need to be a Swiss army knife. Yes. You want, they want a Swiss army knife. And if you're a normal Swiss person, they're like, mm, no. And you're sta standing there and you're just like, uh, I can't do stuff like that. Well, you got to be, you got to say like, oh, I am about to run a ultra marathon or something. Like add no some spiciness. <laughs> I mean, I yes. feel like people would care. No, I did write that. But the thing is like, <clears throat> I also know people working in HR at the company I work for. And I asked them, I was like, so what do you think of my like letter of motivation and my CV? And they're like, it's really good. It just depends who reads it because like they get a hundred to 200 letters per job or sometimes even more. So they look at it and they don't look at all the details. They just read the first couple of sentences and then they're like, no. Yeah. So you got to make the first couple sentences. They're really good. Oh, I know. And I made sure that, I made sure that they were like perfect, but so far it has not worked. <laughs> you got to go on chat GPT and be like, re rewrite the first two sentences to make it sound like I'm the greatest person on earth. <laughs> well, I, I use my human chat GPT called my dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's an even better thing than having chat yeah. GPT. The only thing is that he will tell you that you suck and ChatGPT will never tell you that. So <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine your dad re reading your first like oh. draft or whatever. And he's just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever like read in my life. <laughs> oh, literally. He was like, you're supposed to be a journalist. And I'm like, man, it's not bad. And he's like, you can't even write like what the hell. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay, basically I'm stupid and I should just jump off the window. Like, is that what you're telling me? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just annoying because I don't know when I'm going to have a new job. So right now I'm in um, saving mode. And as you, know, you fly to Costa Rica. Well, I put that money on the side months ago before okay. I quit my job because I knew I would see you either in the U.S. Well, first it was the idea was come to, to the U.S. So I had I put the amount that I needed on the side like i have calculated yeah. what i need but it's just like i am the type of person who sometimes is like i want to buy this and now i'm like 
you have the money, but it's a stupid idea to buy this stuff right now because you don't know when you're going to get your job. Yeah, you got to survive before you thrive. Yeah. So I can't wait to sign a contract and I'm going to go all in. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, they give you an offer and you're like, yep, let's do it. I'm fucking down. <laughs> So what I'm hoping is that I land on Friday and I get a call and they're like, "You, we want you. And I'm like, yes. And I go out and I get super drunk in Costa Rica. And I'm just like, <laughs> the entire bar, I pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not that. I'm too cheap. But something like this. Or you get super drunk when we're there and you get super sick the next day and then no. they call you. No. <laughs> Here's the thing. So for listeners, every time ever since COVID and I'm not living in the US anymore, for some reason when we hang out, I get super smashed and I have to throw up the next day. So it kind of destroys one day of your stay or my stay at your place. It pisses me off and it happened again in September when you came to visit me. So I told you on the phone yesterday, I was like, this is not happening this time. We'll see. The only reason why I might throw up is because I got bitten by some stupid bug or I got food poisoning. I wonder if they have like poisonous frogs and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I'm assuming. I'm assuming they have crocodiles. They, I think they do. Yeah, so I wouldn't just jump in any river. Poisonous animals in Costa Rica. Oh, God. It's going to give you like a massive list with like 2,000 animals on it. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> I'm so top not ten, Top 10 deadliest animals in Costa Rica. There's like snakes. Ugh. Snake. Snake. Crocodile. Puma. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. Uh, a jaguar, a bull shark, Brazilian wandering spider. Oh no, no, <laughs> not that one. Guess, it says, it says, guess where they like to wander to? Dark, warm places like your shoes. Shake those things out every morning before you stick your feet in them. Try not to get bit as they are venomous. Oh God, I got the shivers. Ah. Poison dart frogs. How oh about gosh. that bee suit? How about it? <laughs> There's a lot of snakes. Do you like snakes? No, I don't like snakes. Do you feel discomfortable around them? Uh, if it was poisonous, yeah, because, uh, I mean, I don't want to go into shock and then die, so... <laughs> no, please not. <laughs> I, f I feel like that would be, like, a terrible way to go out. I'd rather... Just, like, go to bed and not wake up. How about not dying? Is that an option? <laughs> um, according to the history of the entire world, that's pretty much, like, never happened in existence for a human being. Okay, but, like, on the trip in Costa Rica. Generally speaking, I, I'm totally aware. We will all die <laughs> at some point. <laughs> I know that. Could be any any moment. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, that would be good. Yeah. It's not to sidetrack the conversation, but if I survive Costa Rica, I will get to go home and meet my dog for the first time. Oh, yes, true. Tell us about that shit machine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Totally random, but uh, my girlfriend was... I think her her mom sent a link to these dogs, and they send pictures of dogs that are like puppies that you can buy all the time. And for some reason, Candace saw these dogs and there she was like, I really want this dog, <laughs> which is not like something uncommon of her. So I was like, no, we're not going to get it. Like, it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But then she like was really persistent on it. And eventually we agreed upon getting the dog. Well, I wouldn't say agree. I allowed it. Wow. That sounds like you own her. You allow I I allow you to get a dog. <laughs> okay, well it's a big commitment. It's like dogs lift to like thirteen. Uh-huh. Yeah, unless you give it to a shelter and you're an asshole. I have a funny story about that actually. Oh boy! <laughs> so it's not about me. My my parents when I wasn't even born, they got a dog. And for some reason, like, he did not like staying with my parents at their house. (laughs) So anytime they would let it out, it would jump the fence. So eventually they uh, put a stake in the ground and then they would tie it to the stake. So, like, it could go to the bathroom and run around, but it couldn't jump. Like, it could only go so far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But the dog somehow got out but still had the rope on its neck so he jumped the fence and started hanging itself oh no and but the neighbor saw the dog and rescued it and saved it so my parents were like we gotta like take this dog to the shelter because it's literally like keeps on jumping the fence maybe somebody else will find it so they took the dog to the shelter Mm -hmm. and they and they felt so bad the next day that they came back to get it. But apparently the dog was so bad at the shelter. They killed the dog after an hour. No. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, well, rest in peace, dear dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the idea of having a dog is sweet, but it's just it's a commitment and you're tied to your place. Yeah, I mean, especially since I uh, we plan on moving in five months, so we'll see how that works out <laughs> easily or, or very difficult. Yeah, I just wonder if you guys decide to do another like <clears throat> three weeks, three weeks trip in Europe. What would you do with that dog? Um. So her parents. They have two dogs anyways, so they would take it. But I think Candace has realized that she doesn't... I mean, she likes to travel and she likes seeing everything, but I think she would pick having a dog and having that than traveling, whereas I would pick traveling over a dog. Same. So if I'm... If I go visit you, like, it's not like she's going to come every single time. And she doesn't mind if I go by myself. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, makes sense. I can see Hence, that. I mean, we're going to Costa Rica and she's not going to come. Yeah. So. 
Makes sense, yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish you <laughs> good luck with having that little puppy in your house because what I heard is that um, they're confused about the bathroom situation at first. Mm, yeah, that's the one thing. I guess not the one thing. <laughs> one of the many things in the beginning that I'm... I'm like, this dog is going to have so much energy. It's going to be running all over the place, like knocking stuff over and chewing on stuff and swallowing oh. plastic and stuff. And Y'all have to start cleaning. That's a big-ass commitment. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, shit, we got to clean before I leave because uh-huh. dog's going to come and I'm gonna, it's going to be a mess and then it's going to eat something. Yeah, and you have to like put your like all your stuff for shoemaking away. I already bought this like fence so I can put a fence up on my stuff so I can't go in my area. Make sure it doesn't jump the fence. True. I've heard that dogs tend to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Someone told me this once. I don't remember. I do think at the end of the day, I'll love the, the dog, you know, it'll be cute. Yeah, I feel like you're a dog person. I am a dog person. I just hated my dog as a child. <laughs> <laughs> just no, it wasn't like I I hated dogs in general because I actually do like Candace's dog. You just like, hated she your had, dog. I just didn't like my dog because it was just fat and like small and didn't do anything and. But why are you getting a Labradoodle? They're small. Uh, you know that. No, they're not. She's getting a, um, like a medium one. It's a Bernadoodle. Or no, no, it's not Bernadoodle. What is it? I can't remember what it's called. <laughs> I love how you're getting a dog within the next week and you have no Wait, idea. It's a Golden Retriever Poodle. What does that mean? Golden. I'm Googling it. Retriever. Oh, it's a golden doodle. Candace just texted me. She's listening to the conversation. Golden doodle. It's like a medium size. So be... <laughs> ah, they look hilarious. <laughs> what is the picture? It looks like a sponge on four legs. <laughs> yeah. That's, it literally looks like a, like a mop. Like a rug. Yeah. Yeah, a mop, a not a sponge. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they're super cute. They are. My family, in, oops, my f- family in Florida has two of them. Oh, really? You're in for a treat, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Depending yeah. on the character, they can. Um, they got that energy. <laughs> the good thing is, we're gonna be moving to Denver and. I'm going to go hiking all the time. So this dog is going to be the fittest golden doodle on the planet. Are you going to give him what gender? It's a guy. It's a guy. It's a bro. (laughs) It's a gym bro. Are you you going to um, feed him like vegetarian, vegan, or are you going to allow him to eat? I think I haven't even really looked at the nutritious requirements of 
a dog, but like if it they require eating fish or meat or whatever, I'll just give it to it. You know. I mean, there's dogs that are vegan, but I mean, I don't it's know. just like for me, it's if an animal needs it to survive, then I don't see a problem. But like, if I don't need to eat meat to survive, then I'm just not gonna eat it. That, makes sense. You know. Yeah, it makes sense. Plus, it's my dog. I'm not gonna like try to starve it or something. You know. Yeah, no, don't do that. Don't make it fat. Don't starve it to death. That's the two. That's the two things you should consider. My dog is gonna be an elite dog. It's gonna be like a Navy SEAL dog. K9 unit. Yep. <laughs> I'm gonna whistle, and it's gonna attack your arm. I don't see a gold, golden doodle being a big danger. No, it's not. It's going to be like the... It's basically just going to be like this cute dog that just loves everybody and is yeah, super I think, energetic. Yeah, because I think otherwise you would have had to get like a Pitbull or like a Rottweiler, something like that. There's a dude that lives in our apartment building and first of all, the guy is huge, like super tall, like way, mm-hmm. way, way taller than me. And I'm like, we're pretty tall. Mm-hmm. This dude's huge. And his dog is the size of a horse. It's oh, massive. Oh, yeah. I've seen those dogs. It's like scary. You ne- literally need another house just for a dog. Yeah. Like, you basically need to feed the dog the same amount of food that you feed yourself. Yeah. And also, you have to walk a lot. Yes. I think the only dogs that I think are so cute that I might consider getting one is a husky. Yeah, I really like huskies. Or like a pomsky. I mean, I don't know. I just know that they howl, and it's fucking hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. Yeah. <laughs> and they're beautiful. They got a lot of energy. They need a lot of like exercise. So that's the only dog where I would be like, all right, I can go running with this thing. My, or the dog that I was talking about, my, my parents' dog, it was a husky. The one that oh. died. Yeah, but you also want to keep them in a cold-ish environment because they are from the north i don't know zerk zerk is a little hot nowadays got be there you know climate climate change i know it's considered to be a hoax so never heard of him yeah of them (laughs) (laughs) some people it's like a group of people no it's one guy (laughs) climate change (laughs) hi mr change All right, should we bring this episode to a end after I feel like we've talked about everything and um, we're ready for our trip to the dangers of Costa Rica? Yeah, next episode we will talk about our close calls with jaguars and pit vipers and tarantulas. Ugh. <laughs> I don't mind the the big animals. I don't care. I, I, don't, I mind the, the bugs and the spiders. That's the one. And the snakes. I think you'll mind the jaguar if it's ripping your face off. 
Yes, but I will also mind a spider just walking around my bed. Mm. Basically, I, I won't mind anything. I can't wait to hear you like scream just because you see like a little spider. Bro, <laughs> it's going to happen. You know that, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, I'm. I'm ready. I'm not. All right. I wish you a fantastic day, and I'll see you in five days in on the other side of the world. And we'll see the listeners in a few days as well. Wait, we're because we're we might record there, so we can update them while we're there. <laughs> update from hell. <laughs> and we're live. You hear me saying, "I hate it." <laughs> it's beautiful, but I hate it. <laughs> Constantly scared. I might just sleep in the car. That way, no spiders gets in. And no jaguars can kill me. Maybe. That's so you smart. Ne- you never know. No oh God. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back, hopefully, live from Costa Rica. And if not, we'll tell you all about our little trip. Till then. Stay classy. That's it. Bye-bye.